Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I am your guide as we journey through the professional auto detailing industry, trying to help everybody's... uh, journey as we go about building a business and growing the interesting part of where we're at in January of 2021 is we get to spend a brief good moment with the uh, ultra successful and very dapper looking Rob Schrufer. Uh, Rob can be found at on spot detailing on most platforms or Rob, if somebody wants to reach out to you personally. Um, Rob at onspotdetailing.com. That's my email. There you go. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find us on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions or TikTok Detail Supply App. The best way to get in touch with me, though, is a text message direct, 918-800-1188. Rob, how is is New Year's looking for you uh, when you and your business, do you you put out like yearly goals? Do you set out stuff? How do you guys run a New Year's type resolution? Uh, yeah, we, we do quarterly goals and yearly goals. So um, we actually keep a Google Doc that everyone can access to see their goals, see how each person's performing their goals, see who they're assigned to, because a lot of them are assigned to more than one person, and kind of give the team updates on, on how to do it. You know, That's cool. Where things stand. It kind of cool. keeps everything in order. Yeah. And remind everybody again, how many team members you have? Um, uh, I just did it. It was like 108, I think. 108. Yeah. So started, uh, detailing and, uh, working full time at night and detailing during the day. And now many years later have developed into 108 team member operation that does not only, you know, we did a training there at your location where you have a shop, but you also run mobile, you do wholesale, you run a whole gambit, uh, across the industry, which is very unique. Not many people have been able to have the skill set available inside of themselves to progress a business to that length. Most people just stay niched into like, I want to do paint correction the rest of my life, or I want to do, you know, only this type of work. I want to run a mobile detail shop or, you know, I can branch out, you know, but never have I really met anybody that's done it to your level, uh, Rob. So thanks always for the time that you put in helping the community uh, learn how you've been able to do it. We're in, uh, as we continue through this series, I know we took a little holiday break. Hopefully you enjoyed all your time and uh, uh, drank some good beer and enjoyed some time uh, with the family. Uh, that's my hope for you. And uh, we, we kind of finished up last time talking about that first meeting when we go in to make a sales call to a dealership, because as we go into definitely this part of 2021 and maybe where the economy is going over the next year, Detailers should expand their horizons into wholesale work, into dealership work and auctions and follow your pattern if they so desire to be as successful. So, you know, we talked about when somebody goes into a dealership, right? We, we mentioned they need to have clean clothes, need to have a logo, need to have, a, you know, a couple of things to present. But mostly you're just going to be there to get and find the needs that the dealership has. Uh, and I think we were going to build packages around, uh, you know, because packages at a detail shop or a mobile setting might not be the same package for a dealership. 
So walk us through real quick and then we'll get into the sales call when we go in on the second meeting, because if the best way to have a close and the best way to make that sale will be to have the right options for the customer. It's just the easiest way to make a sale, right? So mm -hmm. let's let's pre you know preload our guns so that we know that we got probably the at least a good guide of packages that we should offer to a dealership, what goes into them, general price range, you know, and what's the cost and what's the overall return. Um, so, you know, we know we got a full detail, no no doubt. You know, that's going to be a trade in. Like if somebody comes to a dealership and trades in a car most likely you'll get that car to clean. Yep. So what goes into that? Well, I mean, you know, think of it as, as a normal detail. You're, you're probably going to have to do the engine too. So that would be included in a, that's something that, you know, retail doesn't always do, but right. a wholesale operation would. Um, but what you don't have to do normally is correct the paint. You know, you, you can wax it uh, normally an all-in-one. Sometimes you don't even need to do that. It's, it's really just depends upon what, what the car needs. They just want it to look nice. If it's a white car and there's nothing to, to see on it, you know, spray wax works. If it's a black car and it's jacked, you might have to run an all-in-one on it. They're not looking for perfect. They're just looking for it to, to, to present well to a potential buyer. And do you clay every vehicle? No. Nope. Do you clay any vehicles? Uh, not unless it's specifically requested or there's a reason. Okay. So on a full detail on the outside wash, you know, like you said, the engine or, you know, throw degrees are down, definitely degrees, door jams, fenders, mm -hmm. wheel wells, hit all the tire areas, you know, all those main areas, but then the outside's pretty much done unless you got some type of gloss enhancement or. Yeah. Unless you know. there's something specific that needs to be done to that vehicle on the outside. Okay. Uh, inside, definitely a solid vacuum. That's a pretty normal. That's, that, yeah, that's a pretty normal detail. Yeah, if it needs it. You know, people want um, they they want it to be as new of a car, especially on the inside to them. They're buying a used car, and they know it's a used car, but they don't want to see remnants of anyone else in it. Uh, leather cleaning. Yeah, pretty much our, our interior detail, as far as that concerned, is is pretty similar to a retail level one. We're not, we're not spending as much time as if you were paying, you know, a couple hundred dollars, but we're, we're doing it as thoroughly as, as we can. Okay. So let's talk price for a full detail to a dealership. Well, I mean, it depends on what I you know, it goes up and down, but like <laughs> you know. I said, just general, you know, we've heard as low as 85 bucks. You know, we've heard 150. I try, I try to be in the 125 to 150 range. 125, 150? That, that's about where you can be in, in the higher end of things. You, you can charge as little as you want, but to make it, to make it worth, uh, you know, I, I don't take, I try not to take less than 125. Okay. And generally speaking, how much do you have invested into that? And what do you generally get on a return? Um, are you 40, 50% margins normally? Oh, um, no, cause you're charging a lot less. So you need to make it up in the volume. So you're probably more in the 20 to 30. Okay. 20 to 30. And so, uh, volume, how many do you think that you can get done in a day if we're going to a dealership? Uh, that depends on staffing two guys, you know, four or five. Yeah. 
And and that's kind of why I asked it. It's definitely an open-ended question, you know, but if volume's the game, then it yeah. becomes to the detailer and the business owner to be able to create that volume uh, funnel in a sense. All right, so they'll get a used car detail, kind of generic outside. Um, we mentioned, you know, you mentioned, and it was said that, uh, you know, as needed basis. So do you have different, do you, do you like tell the dealership, oh, it needed this, I got to charge you extra? Or what we hear mostly, it's you win some, you lose some. Yeah, you get, you get the good with the bad. Yeah, you know, unless unless there's something specific we're talking about, like caked in dog hair, you know, vomit, mold, you know, there, there are things that 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 go outside of that. But you they can't really get away with complaining about dirty cars. They're they're mostly dirty cars. You know, you you should be happy when you get ones that aren't. Yeah. All right. So that's the full detail for a trade-in or one that maybe is going to an auction. Sometimes they'll do, you know, if it's getting sent out. That normally gets a little less. It'll get, yep. So what goes into a detail that goes to an auction? A wash and a vac. That's about it. Yep. Dress okay. Yep. Okay. Um, if, uh, if somebody buys a car and that new car gets delivered, that's another package many times. So mm -hmm. I think dealerships and or people will call that a new car delivery. If it's a new um, car, there's used car deliveries too. And there's used car deliveries. So what goes into those? Well, a, a used car delivery should, if it's already been detailed by you, it should be pretty clean. And all you really need to do is just wash it and straighten it up. Um, a new car delivery is obviously brand new, but you're going to have to pull the plastic. You're going to have to take all the stickers out of it. Um, you know, you, you've got to wash it. It's, it may have been sitting on the lot. It may have been- Tape lines. Yeah, tape lines. A lot lines. of times there's tape lines. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times those tape lines will cause, you know, some some rash hitting the clear coat as it drives down the road. So do you pull out your polisher? Do you go that far? Not 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 unless there's like something I notice. Like if you're buying a brand new black car and there's a and there's a, a little, you know, a hairline scratch on it. I'm, I might try to fix that for them just because, you know, you're getting a new car. You don't want that on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when you're buying a used car, you get you get what you get. You know, like it, you knew that was on there. When you're buying a new car, you don't expect things like that. All right. So these make ready type, you know, delivery cars, it's, we've already cleaned them up. Probably we're just kind of refluffing them is one mm -hmm. term we hear quite a bit as a fluff. What's the general price range that a dealership or a detailer might uh, charge a dealership for that? $30. How long will it take them? 30 minutes, you know? Not not long. If you did a good job on the detail in the first place, especially if it's a used car, you should really just be vacuuming the driver area and washing the outside. And maybe even just rinsing the outside. All right. Um, when when we're looking at these packages to put together, how do we find out which services they need done? Who do we ask and how do we ask that? Well, most of them are going to need those two services. And what you need to find out too is, you know, because like some locations, we don't do the deliveries. Their lot guys do the deliveries. We just do the details. Some locations we do service washes. So, you know, if you bring your car in for service, it gets a wash and a vac, you know, so you just need to know what you're doing for them. And, and that's, yep. And so when we're, we're going to go back into that second, the reason why I asked that is we're going to go back into this second sales meeting Right. So we're going to go in and talk to the service manager. 
most likely, right? Or are we going to go in and try and find the used car manager? Who would you recommend? Well, that's difficult because I've, I've gone both ways. It's really who will talk to you and, who, and who's receptive to what you're saying. Because what you need to get to is the general sales manager, more than likely. But in some cases, he doesn't deal with it at all. In some cases, we really only deal with the service manager. The service manager's got us in the door. Because what it comes down to is the service manager is selling details to customers. And they have to worry about scorecards and make and angry customers stealing, standing there. So, you know, it, a lot of times, especially if the dealership's selling service details, the detailing department is important to them. It, it on that side and and definitely when we're talking about putting some bullets in our gun for marketing and sales that is a very key question to ask and i'm glad you mentioned it let's bring that up let's say we're talking to that service manager a great question might be to ask is how does your csi get reflected by the quality or cleanliness of a vehicle yeah it's only that's just a good question because it's very open-ended but it's pointed towards the direction of where we want to lead him to be, it's dramatically tied in. So CSI, uh, let's explain that real quick. Basically, anybody that comes into the dealership and gets a service, they be given a card, electronic or in person uh, for them to fill out a survey. There's actually a lot of money in the dealership world that's generated off of those inquiries. Yeah. The manufacturers- those, those surveys come from like Ford or Chevy, yes. yep. you know, like yep. that, that it dictates how many cars they can buy, how much yep. money they get per car, what kind of prices they pay for cars. There's, those scores are very important to a dealership. Very important. And so as a service to a dealership, it's key to bring up things that uh, affect their bottom line. And sir, ma'am, as a service manager, CSI directly affects you cleaning a car and delivering it in a proper way improves CSI. How do we move forward with this venture is, is a great way of, of, of getting that uh, hook point in a sense. A lot of times service doesn't even offer details because they don't have any confidence in their current detailing yep. company or yep. the detail or detailing detail can't keep up. So they don't even bother. And it's, it's a lost profit center for them when they can't. Um, and that would be a good, that's a big objection that many service managers might say, right? They might say, well, we just don't even do it. They're too much of a risk. We got too many bad reviews. We had too many of this. A lot of service managers don't want to deal with the headache of detailers. Let's be very clear. You know, detailers are a specific kind of breed. Uh, sometimes, especially in the dealership world, it's, they're a, a very different. Um, so many times the service managers themselves don't want the headache of managing and or working with the detail shop. That's a great time for a professional detailer to come in and using that experience of what Rob just told you, understanding that CSI greatly affects them. If they aren't happy or they don't offer it, this is a key point for you, the detailer, to be able to break in with these packages that you have to offer. So Rob, when we're, we're there in that sales meeting and we're talking through them, you know, what other key points can you think of that uh, might be a good target for a service manager to hear? Uh, maybe reduce their labor? Is that a, is that a big one? Well, yeah, I, their reduction of cost, labor, supplies, workers comp, 
PTO, health insurance, all, those are all costs to the dealership that, that they no longer have to worry about. Now, detailers maybe that are running a shop and they got one or two people, they might not have put all that together for themselves, though. So do they have to have all that together in order to go in? I think you have to have all that together to own a detail shop. I, I'm, I'm just you know, asking I mean, the question. You're talking, about, you're talking <laughs> about protecting yourself. So, you know, yes, you needed to, you needed to even open the door. Uh, and so they should understand then how much it costs them. And so that would be a good sales point, right? If you, hey, sir, ma'am, I understand the cost involved with, you know, all the stuff that you laid out. We also incur that cost, but we get to do it to help you so that you don't incur that cost. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, a downward slope to that sale. What else? Think of anything else? I think quality. Yeah. No doubt quality should be a big thing. How do we, but you know, we can't just come out to the dealership and go, you suck. So even though we might all feel that they do. If they're even talking to you, they know, you know, they they see it every day. They know, you know, you're, you need to present that you're going to do it better. And if, if you, you know, you need to be able to go in and do it better. Uh, How do we though, how do we though get them to say that they, they understand that their quality is not good? Well, normally what I try, what I try to find out in, in through just conversation is, is why are they even talking to me? If everything's great and good, you just get shushed out the door right away. So if they're even holding that conversation with you, something's wrong. You just need to find out what it is. All right. So some of those questions, can you think of it, you know? Well, one of the things that I found that, you know, and we're able to accommodate it is, is volume. Like sometimes whoever's in there, or if they have their own staff, if, if they get a truck in and they need to get all six of those cars out, it may take them a week to get caught up on that. Whereas if you're, if you're have the staff and go in there and present, you, you don't need to worry about that. We, I have two trucks that whose only job is to go in and mobily do um, cars. So we can show up and catch them up on volume right away. No delay. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's a key thing. So you mentioned that they have a hard time getting cars out just so detailers understand the flow because it helps to understand the flow of a dealership if you're going to go in and work with a dealership. Uh, it's not only just that, you know, cars get traded in and they need to be put back out on the lot in order to be sold. But in order for that to happen, they've got to go through the service drive. They got to get their inspections. They got to get the cars looked over and then it gets to the dealer detailer. Yep. And, and then, then photos, that, that used car manager, that, 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 <laughs> that general sales manager, he's really itching for that car to be out on the lot. So there's a lot days. of pressure at that three, point. Three days is, is, is the turnaround time from trade into front line. So, you know, there's not a lot of time to get it repaired, get it MSI, get it detailed, get it pictured, get it online and get it out there. Yeah. And so if you're going to address a dealership on the turnaround speed, should they go talk to, I, I probably the answer is both, but you know, should they talk to the new car sales cars? Should they talk to the service drive? You know, who more is more concerned about speed? Well, both, because if you have a, if you, if you have a service customer who just got, you know, whatever oil change and new tires and they want a detail and they're waiting in the lobby it can't take two days to do the detail. 
you know, like it, it just can't, it, it has to, you have to jump it up in front and do it. And, you know, the same thing with the, the used car department, they, they have three days to get those cars turned around normally, anything longer than that. And they're, they're losing money on it. Yeah. So we said speed, right. And we're talking speed. And I want to take a, a brief moment to go, you know, I've said this to you before. It's many detailers would say you're not really detailing if you're going in to do wholesale type work. You know, we even had uh, people that, that said stuff on a, a Facebook group that, you know, you're doing the wrong business if you're doing this type of work and you're specifically mentioning speed. I, how do, how do detailers handle being a detailer and being speedy? Cause those I, are I almost oxymorons, aren't they? There's a market for, McDonald's and there's a market for Ruth Chris, you know, they both serve beef, just like both people do detailing. There's no reason that, that you can't do both. I like it. To me, it's, it, it, it's silly. You already have the skill set to do it. You just, you have to tailor what you're doing to the, um, who's paying you customer at the auction, at the auction, we do 340 details a day. No, they're not details like like a, a boutique store would do a detail, but they still call them details. They're paying us for a specific service and we churn out exactly what they're paying us to do. No more, uh, no less. And and overall, how is the business model for you? Profitable? Is it a, a tough yeah. model? Is it a I'm going to take every dealership I can model? Yeah, it's especially in dealerships. It's it's volume. It's it's a numbers thing. You you make less on, than you do on the retail side per vehicle, but there's no seasons per se in a dealership that you know they slow down and they pick up based on you know taxes and whatnot. But you know every day you show up six sometimes seven days a week. There's a pile of cars there for you. You don't have to try for it. You don't have to market for it. You don't have to pursue it. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to end on. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, the one thing that dealer detailers need to understand in the model of working at a dealership as their you know uh, on-site type uh, outsource is Rob. I'm going to just go through a list of questions with you. Uh, how much do you pay in rent at a dealership? Zero. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. <laughs> that would be zero. <laughs> you don't pay any rent to have a full operating shop. None. I well, wait one more time. <laughs> zero. So you pay zero in rent. Cool. All right. Uh, what's your water cost? Zero. Interesting. Okay. Electric. Zero. You don't have any electric cost. Wow. No. So you could literally show up with team members, product and insurance backing in a sense, you know, stuff to make sure your business is taken care of. And, you know, of course you're going to need insurance. Of course you're going to need all this stuff. And of course it's going to be high limits because yeah, the dealership's going to need all those copies, but you walk in every day with. Some dealerships also buy and maintain their equipment, pressure washers, uh, air airlines, uh, central vac systems. They're all part of the dealership. So you need chemicals and you need people and you need accessories. Yep. Otherwise 
and think about the percentage that that cost you in, in a retail operation, you're 30 to 40% just on that stuff. Mm-hmm. So even if your price is 30 to 40% lower, you're exactly where you were before. The, the other part too, that uh, I, I failed to ask you um, when you're there at that dealership and you've got all these cars that we're saying that you're going to get, I imagine you have to spend a whole lot on marketing to get those cars, right? What's inside the dealership? What is your marketing expense? Sometimes I print flyers to put on the service desk. (laughs) But the new cars, the used cars, (laughs) I mean, so zero expenses for running it, you know, and zero marketing expense. I I mean, I really am curious of how the the brand reps say that it's a bad business model, because to me, I get it. You're not putting on a multi-layer coating at these places. And I, so I understand why they would say that then. Some places Uh, you are. If you can get the service drive to sell it. Maybe they just haven't looked at it that way, man. Yeah. You know? Because they aren't from the yeah, industry. There's just an ego. It, it doesn't, you know, people don't, they just look down on it. And, and to me, it's, it's absurd. Because at the end of the day, it's all about how much you're making as a company and how successful your brand is doing. So we, uh, we applaud and we continue to uh, say thank you for your time. We know it's very valuable. And we look forward to many more discussions uh, through 2021. Yep. Thanks for having me. All right, Rob. Have a great day, man. All right. All right. Don't hop off yet, though. Don't hop off. Okay. Okay. Episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, and find us on TikTok. It would mean the world to me. Mm-hmm.